the dort. Podcast Rich Keith is the dort. Podcast Davey is the dort. Podcast Hashtag is the hashtag dork podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Raven Von Daven. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm feeling spooky tonight. Feeling Ooh, macabre. Yeah, it's uh, All Hallows Eve Eve. I think Devil's Night, if you you fans of uh, The Crow. Crow. Yeah, hell yeah. Devil's Night. Crazy. They go yeah. wild. Speaking of Devil's Night, I just got back from Las Vegas, took the Ooh, red eye. Sinner. Uh, I have a lot to discuss real quick. I'm going to throw a lot of things at you. One, okay. I never really want to be the person that's just like, hey, you know what? Airline sucks this airline. But let me tell you, Spirit Airlines sucks. Fung, as I call it, the fung wah of the sky. Blows, dude. It, the oh, flight sucks. there got delayed. Guess how? We were on. We boarded on time. We're all sitting there. We get a little fucking person comes up on the mic and goes, uh... Well, we're just looking for our pilots. They didn't have pilots for the plane. So I said, I'll drive the fucker. And so I ran up there. No. I ran up there. So on the way home. And again, when you're doing a weekend trip, every hour matters. Like every hour to get there matters. Every hour home matters. And then so I'm taking the red eye and uh, sitting there in the airport. And I'm sitting there with my buddy Bales because he's flying. He's flying to Philly. I'm flying to Boston. Here I am. He goes, why don't you just check on your phone and make sure your, your flight's on time? I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Nope. Fucking didn't tell anybody. This is like an hour and 20 minutes. That became like an hour and a half. And this, I swear it's the smallest seats in the world. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. you have to pay for water. I was just about to say the biggest surprise for me is like, oh, this is the cheapest flight ever. And they're like, you can have like one carry-on bag. I'm like, all right, cool. Like carry-on and a personal item. So you can have like a carry-on and a backpack. And then they're like, everything else? You want a seatbelt? 20 bucks. You want water? Five bucks. You want to go to the bathroom? Two bucks. No, carry on. Like number one or number two? Carry on was money. I had to pay for the carry on. Oh, that's right. Personal no, I, item, yeah. I think, was free. Carry on, I had to pay for. And then if you wanted to pick your seat, any seat, even a shit seat, if you just wanted to pay, I, which I didn't, so I just got like a random ass seat. But that was a fucking disaster. But Las Vegas, great time. Never been to Vegas before. Had a lot of fun. How about this for a story, though? Because I, mm-hmm. you know me, I am cheap for lack of a better word careful with money careful with money but i like to have fun i am i am happy to gamble i set aside my money that's my entertainment money i did okay sports wise and then when it came to some of the other stuff i did oh what the fuck what the fuck i don't even know all right we back i can hear you you can hear me i'm here i'm here so yeah i lost you at let's see let's take this from the top money I'm, th- I'm careful with money. Yep. Here we are. Yep. So yeah. I, uh, a couple of my buddies are playing blackjack. I'm like, ah, I'm not really going to play blackjack. So I'm going to take a lap. I'm going to go do some video poker. And so I put a hundred dollars into the machine, but I'm playing like one, $2 hands, right? Just like, you know, killing time, getting drinks, kind of whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I lose and I'm like, eh, whatever. I lose like 25 bucks. So I get up, go to another table, like later on. So I have $75. I win like a buck. So now I'm, I'm sitting there at 76 and I'm like, most of the tables I've sat at, it's one, two or $5 a bet. I click max. You don't want to bet at all. I click max bet thinking it was $5. It was not. It was $76. <laughs> 76. 
And I'm like, oh, no. And then, like, all the buttons, all the lights went out. So there was, like, no option to cash out. There was no option to lower it to, like, another number. So it was one hand of video poker for $76. And I was like, I think I'm going to be sick. And so all the only button that was lit up was the deal button. So I was like, fuck, here Did we it. go. Click deal. I get two eights, a nine, a three, and, like, a fucking six and i was like something don't quote me on the last two but it was something like that there's no face cards and it was a pair it was of eights. eight eight nine eight eight nine yeah. two shitty cards not face cards because i was playing jacks or better okay and so i'm like well like we've made it this far so i click on both eights i'm going to keep yep. both eights i'm going for three of a kind if i get three of a kind on a 76 dollar hand i could buy the town click deal fucking nothing nothing out 76 dollars on one hand of video poker it's like that scene in swingers when he's like i I don't i don't want to bet at all (laughs) perhaps you become more comfortable at a lower stakes table exactly (laughs) yeah i think i think you're right as soon as i started shitting on spirit airlines the wi-fi got hacked they say they don't have any wi-fi on their planes but they can hack yours right damn oh they don't yeah they don't shit oh and then everybody around me, they're always they're, everybody on the plane's like, I said I was never gonna fly Spirit again, and here I am. They're like, yeah, fuck. They did they, it again. They so got to go with Spirit again, and we're already frozen again. Not good. All right, we're gonna move on from Spirit. Back. Gotta stop talking about Spirit. Yeah, gotta stop talking about it. All right, this is uh, brutal. Saw this over the weekend. Just terrible news. Matthew Perry died pick of the podcast for matthew perry who yeah. had been through a ton man like the the addictions that he had and i saw a bunch of the interviews that he's done what going back just a couple of years ago where he seemed like he had his, himself in the right direction uh, or headed in the right direction and then all of a sudden tmz pops up boom what was he 54 years old or whatever 54 like, years old brutal. and so the, the reports that i'm hearing is that like he drowned the drowning but he had like a heart attack like in his hot tub. Right. Oh my god. After playing pickleball? Unreal. Unreal, man. Like And I'll tell you, I he was I never loved that show. That was not my favorite. It was a lot of people's favorite. It was obviously extremely popular, maybe the most popular yep. show. I always thought like he was the best character. Like people liked Joey. People I mean, obviously Monica and Rachel are like, you know, perfect tens, but as far as Just like beaming. As far as like the character uh, the six characters on the show Probably the best character, probably the funniest one overall, I think was Chandler Bing. I think it was Matthew Perry. I'm not just saying I, that today. I, I, I think I always I no, felt that way. I don't think it's close. Yeah. Like, I would say that uh, Lisa Kudrow had her moments of mm-hmm. being, like, funny, but, mm-hmm. like, consistently funny show to show. And, again, it's a show that I never really, like, loved like everybody, yeah. but it was on before Seinfeld, so I kind of had to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was just, like, by far, like, the funniest person on the show. Yeah, he was good. And then he did the whole nine yards, then the whole ten yards. The whole nine yards is a pretty good movie. Remember, we saw that movie in the theater together, like by Base- accident. Yeah, like we were supposed team. to go see something else oh, on a yeah. Florida baseball trip. And we we it was like the wrong time or something, or we yeah. weren't gonna get done in time. Like we had to go and we watched the oh my like, all right, just fuck it. We're just gonna watch the whole nine yards. And we were like crying laughing. Like this is actually pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, that show, that movie was funny. That was pretty good. So yeah, that was obviously sad, and all the all those co stars and stuff have come out, and uh, 
had a lot of nice things to say. Oh, did you see the Heather? Gr- oh, no, no, no. Who was it? It was Gwyneth Paltrow's Instagram post. No, oh, God like, damn it. No. Like in the middle of her post, she basically was like talking about how they, they like hooked up. It's like, she just kind of just put that out there. Like in 93, like we did all this stuff together. We like hooked up or whatever. And like, she's like, she's whoa, just like, she cannot, <laughs> okay. Cannot not make it about her. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, all right, come on, man. Right. And that's not really what this is about. Yeah. Uh, we Does talked, he's he not married or anything. He's confirmed bachelor. He wasn't married. No, no kids. I don't think so. I think he's had a few celebrity girlfriends though, perhaps along the way. But yeah, I think that might be right. The uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago about how Disney Plus is like jacking up their prices. Uh, Apple yeah. Plus is bumping up the monthly subscription fee as well. They were at one point four ninety nine, and then I think it went to six ninety nine. It's now going to be nine ninety nine. And again, for what? that's not enough for me for like in just like Ted Lasso. That and I know that show was a shrinking. Was a Severance was great. Severance was great, but there and was also shrinking. the show with Jason Siegel. Yep, that's shrinking. Yeah, I, I guess that was good too, but I can't justify. No, something's gotta go. Well, and they they only have like their shows and like their movies. Like, there's no like real back catalog because like Disney right. and HBO, you're like, there's all this stuff that you can go back and watch anyway. But on Apple, I'm like, I'm good. I don't, I don't. Now I'm starting to think too. Is like, are we at the point now where if I have to get all these streaming services, I just might as well have cable. Are we at that point now? Yeah, maybe. Has it like flipped? Well, no, because I think like if you get cable, you can't get Netflix originals or AB, Apple originals. Like you can't get all those shows. And a lot of times those shows are better shows. Yeah. You know? It's a fucking yeah. Real... Speaking of Netflix, The Killer, David Fincher's next movie, is going to be out November 10th. Uh, it's in theaters now. So it's one of those weird ones where it's like, it's both. We're going to put it in theaters for a couple of weeks. People can tell you wh- whether they like it or not, and then it's going to be on Netflix. Do you think that's for, like, an awards thing? Must be. Yeah, like, didn't the Irishman do that? For, like, hey, yeah, we're in theaters. Yeah, you have to put it in theaters. Yeah. Like a certain amount of theaters. Yeah. But I wonder why they oh, would. Also, Scorsese is all about cinema, too. Fucking asshole. He is. Oh, his movie's supposed to be really good, though. Yes. What, what is that one? Like, something. Killer like... of the Flower. Killers of the Flower Moon or something. Yeah. So the killers coming out and the killers of the flower moon. It's confusing. Yeah. It's confusing. Don't like it. But yeah. Jesse Plemons is in that though. That guy's good. Sure is. He's a good actor. That's a, yeah. ni- that's a nice little actor right there. Well, it's funny. I think he, you remember him in, so he was in Friday Night Lights. He was in a bunch of stuff. And then like he gained weight yeah. to like for Fargo, like the show Fargo, yeah. which by the way is coming back. Did you know that? Really? Like soon? Yeah. I'll watch it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the first three seasons of that show were so goddamn good. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the fourth one. But not anyway, good. not good. I feel like Jesse Plemons like gained weight for like Fargo and then just couldn't figure out how to get rid of it again. Or is like, I'm getting all these roles. They like me like this. So I'll just stay like yeah. this. I'm here to Kirsten Dunst looking like this. I'm doing okay. Doing fine. Doing just fine. He's yeah. going to win a couple Oscars someday. That guy. Oh, yeah. Count on that. All right. Let's keep, let's rip it here because this is going to be a shorter episode because one, my Wi Fi for some reason is down tonight. And two, I haven't slept in a day. It's time for Davey's video game minute, even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Rod, what do you have? Well, I tell you, I'm still playing that Spider-Man game, I tell you. Hell yeah. You know, I, I have finished, I have finished all the side missions, and I'm told that I'm about halfway through the main game, okay. and I'm at 70%. 
Gotcha. Completion. All right, good. So nice. like I'm I'm doing main missions now and it's kind of killing me. But like I just found out. So that's great. Everything's going awesome. There was one thing that just happened in the game that I did not expect. Cool. That I'm so glad happened. Cool. We can talk about that off air. Um, I don't want to hear then, it. Um, not telling me. No. It's one of those like you start doing it and you're like, oh, you know, like one of those. So it was really cool. Um, but I want to kind of get done because you no, know, it's getting really good reviews. Speaking of spooky seasons and when we were ping ponging back and forth and you're like, I'm tired. I don't know what we're going to do. Could you do your best six horror games? The one that I was going to mention is a game called Alan Wake. Alan Wake 2 just came out and the reviews are remarkable. So okay. I'm really looking forward to playing Alan Wake 2. Maybe maybe someday we bring back the the stream. I don't stream. I don't know. Yes. I don't have I have zero time to do it. But um, right. might be something there. Who yeah, knows? I, I agree. All right, I look forward uh, to that. So that's the, that's the video game minute right there for you. Oh, and I guess yeah. Mario Wonder mm. is really good. Okay, the new Mario game. Oh, that's what the Mario. It's not for kids. So what yeah. I'm told, the review that I got from a trusted source is that it's really good. Don't let your kids play it because it's frustrating. Like it'll it'll uh, kill them. It'll drive it'll kill them their spirit. <laughs> but Bluey, Bluey in two weeks. I know. I'm getting that. That'll be good. Yep. All right. Very good, Ryan. Thank you. Y'all ready for bisque? Topic du jour time, Ryan. Are you prepared? Come on. What do you say? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. Today, it is The Fall of the House of Usher, the Netflix series by Mike Flanagan. Eight episodes in all, all about an hour long. We'll begin as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? You know what, Richard? Mm. Fucking did. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's fucking awesome. It was pretty great. It was funny. The, uh, The trailer didn't suck me in as some of the other Mike Flanagan trailers that sucked me in in the past, but I was like, well, it's Flanagan. It's the same cast of characters or actors and actresses. So I'm like, I'll give it a go. And then once I saw that first episode, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in on this. I like, I like all this shit. So, um, so you and my wife were like, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. And I was like, fine. Yep. So I, like you said, I watched the first episode and I was like, what <laughs> do we have here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So his other shows were the Haunting of Hill House, which we mm-hmm. did a standalone episode on. The Haunting of Bly Manor, which I believe we also may have done a standalone episode. I on. I think we did. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Mass, which we did not. No, but me and my sister-in-law Nicole did like a yeah. maybe just a YouTube like half hour a dink? talk. A little, like we did a dink on it. Yep. And then he did Midnight Club, which I actually never saw. People uh, That's gotten kind of mixed reviews, though. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? Uh, right, did. I did not watch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, yeah. So, anyway, so then this one jumps out there. And um, I'll tell you what. I thought it was scary at times. But, like, with Flanning and stuff, the jump scares are what literally jump you out of your seat. There was one in episode two. And I have brag a nice home theater setup down here so i have the fucking uh the speakers that are cranked and the whole thing and there was one scene in episode two where they kind of you kind of knew something was coming too but you weren't sure when i like jumped out of my seat and did like a kick in the air because i was just like fucking got me and it was the way they like built it up built it up built it up and then when it came there was like a crack in the speakers behind me and i like my whole body moved it was nuts well, so just to like set the scene, so you have two characters talking to each other in in a living room, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's so like the conversation they're having is so like you can't miss a detail. 
Yes. And I think that's what, so he, Flanagan knows that when they write this, like they're listening to something that's really important. And it's like, bam, like every, you know, like you said, it just all over your ears. And it was the way to, and there was a few, there's a handful of these jump scares. I don't know if any of them were actually, I'd put that one up there with the midnight mass one or um, not midnight mass. The um, haunting of Hill house one when they're in the car. But, that one goes crazy. Yeah, that one, that one went hard for sure. Yeah. But this one, it was also the way, and it was Bruce Greenwood, the actor who's playing Roderick Usher, the father of the yeah. whole thing. He he is so compelling. He's incredible in this. Like, he should win whatever the awards are that he can win. I thought he was awesome. And I, he's telling yeah, a story, and the, and the way the story ends is about to end on a note, and rather than letting him get to the note, it flashed to something, and I was like, ah. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It like knows exactly when you're like on the edge of your seat, mm. and then you get you're expecting a right, you get the left. Yeah, you know. So, but this show to me, and thinking of all like the Mike Flanagan show, Flanagan, right? Mike Flanagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I just like, um, this to me. So Hill House to me was the scarier of the two, definitely. But this is his best show. Ooh. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think I love how they did it. The way it's written, like the the story is his best. It's such a cool idea too to take all of these Edgar Allan Poe poems and short stories and mash mm-hmm. them all together. And I like I I enjoy the Edgar Allan Poe stuff. It's not like I'm sitting here reading it. Like it's pretty it's pretty dense and it's yeah. But um, but like some of the stories are really cool and they like they intertwine all of this stuff with a obviously a very modern uh tale and twist and like sort of what the house of usher is and like how they make their money and everything else you know the, he's the ceo of this big pharmaceutical company but then they do a time jump too and so matt saracen from friday night lights plays the younger version of bruce greenwood's roderick usher i thought those two were both great his sister mary mcdonnell in uh present and then willa fitzgerald who was actually in the Scream TV show? That was the first time yes, I saw I her. I saw that because I, I knew she looked familiar, but I didn't. I couldn't place yeah. her. She was in MTV's yeah. Scream, which was actually pretty good. Um, anyway, I thought they the were. The mask was all fucked up, though, right? Like there wasn't the right mask. Well, it was weird. It wasn't really Scream. It had nothing to do with Woodsboro. It had nothing to do with like Nev Campbell Scream. I don't think they could. I think it was like there must have been like a thing there. There must have been. Like it's not a yeah. shared universe, but it's like Scream. So yeah, it was a different face for sure. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. So she, I feel like she was excellent. Uh, yes. There were some scenes with, was it, um, yeah. With Madeline. Mm -hmm. That was the younger Madeline, like talking, having like these, um, yeah. Monologues that were really, really good. Yeah. Flanagan stuff's pretty famous for the monologues. Midnight mass took it to like another extreme with like their long monologues. But Bruce Greenwood was fascinating and that whole setup and just them being in the house Mm. and you're not sure what the fuck's going up and what the fuck's going down. Uh, So you would say must watch then if you think this is his best show. I mean, if this, if you're into, I mean, especially now when you're getting into, you're in the spooky season right now, if you're going to rip through something this week to end Dorktober, check this out. The show is actually so well-written, so well-acted, really, really good. What is your uh, Dork score? Five and a half. Nice. All right, I'm going to go five. I could maybe be talked into five and a half, but I'm going to go rock-hard five. Okay, so 5.25 I feel like is right where it should be. Probably should be, yeah. Elevate yep. it from the fives. It's, yep. one of the, it's the, one of the best shows I've seen this year. Nice. All right. It's no bear. No, no. It'll be a it'll be a dogfight to see if it gets nominated for a dorky because there's a lot of good shows. Yep. But yeah, no, this one's for consideration. So if uh, if you guys uh, saw the show, let us know what your score is. 
uh, for the fall of the House of Usher. I'm going five. Davey's going five and a half. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right, so obviously a lot going on in this, but you have the very mysterious Carla Gugino's character. She plays oh. Verna, who you see her throughout this series, and you're like, what the fuck is her deal? What's going on? You find out that it is an anagram for Raven. So yes. landed on pretty thick with the with the real uh, Edgar Allan Poe stuff. But just cutting to the end here, because they do a good job telling the story back and forth, and you see where uh, Roderick Usher is originally and like where he and his sister are, uh, who their father is, but then like ultimately where they're at in life and how they're trying to, to make their way. And suddenly they get uh, a deal. They get a proposition from Carlo Gugino's character. And essentially it is you will have whatever you want. You'll never get in trouble with the law. You can kind of do whatever you please and you'll have fortunes that you you know can't even spend. The catch is if when you die, your whole bloodline dies as well. And this is like, so obviously the conversation comes up. Do you take that deal? So at the time... They're both in their, what, 20s, maybe 30s? Oh, no, because I looked at it because I wanted to see. So yeah. on the death date of Roderick Usher, it's 1950. So at the time in 1980, they're 30. They just turned 30. So they're 30, and he has two kids. Yes. And she has none. Right. And they do a quick follow-up question, and they're like, well, like – do do we die soon or like do we and they're like and, and she was like no nope, i assure you you have like a a long like natural life mm -hmm. i think once you have the kids you can't can't you can't you fucking can't do it but that so to me like that to me if i had no kids fine and i would do what madeline i just wouldn't have kids i wouldn't get married i wouldn't have kids yeah she made sure she did whatever and that was that and there was a conversation between the two of them. She's like, you are who you are. Like, you you were going to do that anyway. Like, stick it, you, you. Oh, yeah. You, what yeah. have you in anything. But that's who you are. Like, that's that's the, you know. But it also so, helped explain, in a way, why when he did hear about three of his, like, I, you know, for lack of a better word, like, three of his, like, bastard children, like, he immediately kind of, like, took them in and took care of them. Yeah. But it was weird because it was like sort of like they remembered the deal that they made, but they also in a way blocked out the deal that they made. They also were wondering if that was even legit. But like once all the kids started dying, wouldn't they be like, oh, fuck, we're next here? Well, there was that. See, he was coming out of the funeral of the first three mm -hmm. and like he kind of passed out and got the bloody nose. And he says, it's it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Like he Makes knew sense. like, all right, it's here it comes. And I got to tell you, there was one of the kids deaths. Like, like I didn't really care about a lot of them. Um, right no i definitely kind of wanted wait. them all to die yeah. but then there was one where you're just like mm. that was lenore yes yeah where you're just like because oh. you kind of knew and i was hoping that like since the mother was like kind of on the fence about being faithful or not yeah like, with frederick that like freddie that you could maybe it wasn't his good point yeah, that was definitely the one where you're like, oh, no, fuck. Because I think they, they make it kind of, they they almost want you to not like the kids. The kids are all terrible in their own way. They're awful. They're all yeah. horrible people. I don't know what, uh, what the fuck is Henry Thomas is up to. That guy. 
Oh, just all the he's the on the booger sugar the whole time. He's wild. And then what he ends up yeah. doing to his wife is fucking awful. Well, what happens to him with the pit in the pendulum? And then what happens I mean, to that, him though? That was super cool. Uh, so the other question I have too is if you're in you're one of these children. Yep. Like who who are you? Oh my god. Uh I guess Kate Siegel, because she's in the media. So I guess I would be like, all right. I, I I'm more likely to do that. that. I'm not I'm not testing things on monkeys. I'm no. not doing the thing with the P90X where I'm like a cuck and I have uh my wife have a guy come over and eat dinner in front of me and then have sex in front of me. I'm not eat doing ass that. And read a book. <laughs> yeah. I, I was dying. So that that's the hilarious. other thing about the show. I not to interrupt, but there were some oddly funny moments in this show. Yeah, there was. That I, yeah. Um I loved uh not part of the family, but I loved Pim Reaper, Mark Hamill's character. Mark Hamill was incredible in this. Yeah, Arthur Gordon Pym. They give you a little bit of his backstory. And uh, he's just, yeah, he's like, he's the fixer. So, like, whatever you need done, he could do it. And they make a point. They're like, you know, we go up against people that have, like, 20 lawyers. Like, we just have Pym. Like, we only need Pym. So, it's funny because there's a story, a post story with him in it. And it involves, like, a trip around the world. Did you do your research on this? I did. Well, I kind of after the fact, because there's like the five yeah. stories that everybody knows, yeah. right? And it's funny. And I've read more Poe than I thought. Like, I, that's oh, I bet. What, like, through smart. Like yeah, I didn't know I read that story. But then um, uh, when they're like, oh, we tried to finish Pim's story, like he wouldn't talk about some of it. And like, we kind of joked that like maybe he like ate somebody. I'm like, but in the book, that happens. Oh, funny. So that's he the other thing. He doesn't partake in it, but he watches it. If like you're a watches. big Edgar Allan Poe fan, I bet you fucking love this show because every character is named off of a character from one of his stories or poems, and they just mix them all together. So, like, um, some are more obscure than others. And, like, the names of each episode, too, are... The first one's just called The Midnight Dreary, which, of course, is a part right. of The Raven. But then you have The Mask of the Red Death, uh, the murder, which is the... a cool story. If you've never read that one, that one's actually really cool. I don't know if I've read that one. So basically, this it's yeah. it's pretty close. So the story is is like there's this like um prince or like duke of like this town, right? And there's a plague in the town. Yep, yep. So yep. he invites everybody over to his house. Got that, it. All like the rich people. Yep. And like they let all the poor people die, and then uh someone comes in that he doesn't know who's infected, and everyone dies. Got it. And they like bar the doors, and like no one can get out. Got it. Then you have yeah. uh, Murder in the Rue Morgue, you have the Black Cat, you have the Telltale Heart, you have Goldbug, you have the Pit and the Pendulum, and then you end with the Raven. So it's like all of yeah. Poe's greatest hits. And it's funny, like, so some of it is, it, it becomes sort of predictable in a way, right? Like, once that once it sets the parameters for the show, you're like, each kid, we know they're all dead, because they it opens at a funeral, for God's sakes. Right. And so you know they're all dead, how they're going to die. One of the scariest parts, too, I thought, of the whole show was when they're leaving the funeral and they get inside the limo and it's the guy that they fucking the jester, the jester like, mask. And he's like moving yeah. around. That whole story was cool too. When they fucking, they bury him alive and they, they yeah. take over for him. So that's the cask of a Mont, uh, Montelado, Montillado. That's, that's a post story. They actually yep. do that to somebody. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Same story. But like, and I'm thinking about this, like thinking all these things that are people are doing and they're happening. Like these post stories. I'm like, that guy's fucked up. No, he's like, the king. How do you think of that, king of the macabre. Jesus. Yeah, we talked about two weeks ago. He died at like forty years old, and he had like already yep. written all these crazy fucking things. It was funny. I went back to read the fall of the house of Usher. It's a it's a hard read because like just the way he takes like six pages to describe like what the fucking chimney looks yeah. like. You know, it's like one of those yeah. kind of books. But 
Uh, it's interesting. No, but I think the that the flashbacks and everything are great, but just the two guys sitting in an abandoned like fucking house, which you find mm-hmm. out the significance of the house, but just those two guys sitting there having their back and forth, and th- and then you find out how long they've known each other. The um, he's not in the FBI, but whatever the fuck he's the DA, the DA, yeah, the DA. Just how long they've known each other, and then you see that flashback all the way to where they are right then. Uh, it's just it's really good. Dude, and again, I love the clever take on this stuff. And what's what gets me too is like there's a social commentary here, which you don't we don't talk about a ton mm-hmm. on here, but like the idea that to these billionaires, these people who own these pharmaceutical pharmaceutical conglomerates or these, you know, whatever, like they don't really get these people who are like ruining the environment or like ruining the economy, like they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about their kids or their grandkids or whatever. They just mm-hmm. want as much as they can get for them. I think of like you know, who's that fucking melted ice cream in the set? Was it Mitch McConnell or something? Oh. Like, you know, like who just like, <laughs> yeah, they don't give a shit about oh. anyone yeah. mm-hmm. but themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's, it's good. And then you're right. And then, cause then he's always talking about, uh, Lenore, like his granddaughter. He's like, he's the best of us, right? Like, even he realizes mm-hmm. like his kids are all fucked. And he's like, but she's, she's the one. Um, and then there's like, while they're sitting in there, there's the thunder and lightning. And then, he sees all of his kids again at different times. And he's like, they're yep. all here. They're all fucking with me. And the other guy's like, are you fucking with me? And he's just like, no, but like you'd see him walk in the back. And that was like, so haunting of Hill house stuff. Yep. And you're like, Oh boy. And then when the thunder would clap and then you'd see like the Perry's face, that was the one I was talking about. Like Perry's face. Perry was like jumped, super close to him. And he's like all burnt yeah. or acid burned or whatever. Yeah. Holy shit. That scared me. But also there's the, uh, where he's like, oh, yeah, Madeline's downstairs. And so, like, the whole time you're watching, you're like, the fuck, is she downstairs? Like, is she dead? Is she yeah. coming up here? Like, are we going to go downstairs? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Uh, but, yeah, you, like, uneasy. I think, like, Flanagan does a good job of making you, like, uneasy with a lot of things. And because he's so famous for his, like, long monologues combined with jump scares. So it's a really good formula. But it was also cool, too. It was a, a cool vehicle to have, like, the ghosts of the kids with him because they were yeah. like. Yeah what's his name dupan the da was like how do you know this like you weren't there like there was and he's like well they told me yes yeah 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 but it's funny too like watching that guy who doesn't believe a word he says like slowly throughout eight eight episodes like starts believing him yes because what he's telling you is ridiculous like his dead kids are talking to him and Mm -hmm. like this this demon is after him like carlo like made this deal with him and like in a place that never existed on a night that he kind of remembers, but not really. Yeah. And my, he's telling me he has dementia. So it's like, okay. Like, well, it was nuts too. Like the whole story with, with Pim and like, he went to like figure out who Verna was. Yeah. And like, he's trying to figure it out. He eventually kind of like does. And you have all the pictures with her, with all these famous people over time, which is also a cool little thing. But then it's like, she offers Pim a deal. And he's like, nope. Let's not, roll the dice here. I'm, uh, and what so is he went he, to jail. a great line. Yeah. He says, I've never. Is like, no one's ever had like sway over me or no one's ever had. I forget how he said it, but mm-hmm. he said something like, like no one's ever had the upper hand on me and I'm not going to start now. Yeah. Pretty good. So he just goes to jail for the rest of his life. And he's just like, she's like, fine. I'd rather do that. Yeah. And there's a line who, um, when, uh, what's her name? Um, Juno. He was uh, trying to kick the uh, Ligatol or Ligat. Oh, Ligat- my God. Whatever. Oh, what a character Juno is. Oh, she's just such like oh, so out of place and so weird. But she says something that like I would rather 
spend three years in like agony than an eternity with you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that's like, oh, that's a good line. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she was uh, <laughs> an interesting looking character for sure. Harsh features. Yeah. 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 Aggressive. But yeah, no, she, she had some funny lines in there too. just like how like the, all the kids treated her. It was just fucking mean to her. Oh, so the funny, the, part I was the, thinking, <laughs> the funny part I was thinking of is um, they saw Verna, at, like the security desk. And it's like, enhance. And Pim's like, yeah, I can zoom in, but that doesn't work like that. He's like, well, where's the sound? He's like, yeah, they don't really have sound on yeah, security right. cameras, man. That's great. <laughs> I see it on TV all the time. Just enhance it. He's like, yeah, no, no that's no. not how that works. No, it's true. And I think were I in that family, I would absolutely, like you said, what was the um, Kate Siegel's Camille. name? Camille. Um, yeah. I, I told Ryan, I was like, I would go full Judas contract on everybody. I would have files on all of you yeah have to i would know yep i would know everything about all i would hire private detectives just to like get your dirt so you wouldn't wouldn't mess with me although one of the guys is a video game creator although he just really gives he money funds, to he people didn't do too. anything he just kind of funds it yeah um <laughs> and i love cats so i don't want to like yeah true but i know them to look at me but i'm a big cat guy big cats cat? love me yeah well, i don't know what it is i just i have you I, know like people are like every dog will like come up to them yeah me and cats i'm cats, more than get it Cats do not care for me. I like dogs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But dogs like could take me or leave me. Like cats. Cats. Like every time I'm in a house, a cat will find me. Cats are where it's at. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was very uh very clever and I, I enjoyed it. I ended up ripping right through the whole goddamn thing. And th- I didn't write them down, so I forget some of them off the top of my head, but there was definitely a couple of good chuckles every episode, too. Like there were there were there were some lighter moments. Like Pim not supposed to be funny, but like he had some funny moments. Uh, we mentioned Henry Thomas just being so over the top with his character, but even pre- Oh, the other thing that has to be told, and it's probably on Netflix now, or uh, I've seen it on Twitter. The whole with life hands you lemons thing. Bruce oh, Greenwood's response thing, yeah. was and the guy's like, yeah, make lemonade. He's like, fuck that. And he like goes through this whole long monologue about like what that's yeah, really good. Really, really then good. He's like, and then when you're done, <laughs> when you're retired and there's nothing else to do, then you make lemonade. But he's like, <laughs> you get a you get a PR campaign about how lemons are more yeah. like nutritious nutritious than an apple. Yeah, and then you like all like this. You stuff. will die like, oh, without lemons. It's like this whole yeah. thing. He's like, but Your then you like will not. Yeah, you, you without lemons. <laughs> you like create a shortage yeah. or whatever. It's like this whole long thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jack and it was up the, the um, With the, the other thing, there's the, the I, I took away from the show the golden rule. What's the golden rule? The person with the most gold makes the rules. Oh, that was a good line. Yeah, yeah. That was another yeah. good line. What's the golden rule? Like the person with the most gold makes the rules. Yeah. Well, it's funny. As much as I liked Matt Saracen, it did seem like a bit of a leap to go from like Saras- the way Saracen handled himself to Bruce Greenwood. Well, I think once you, I mean, it's like that thing. Like if you knew you could do whatever you wanted, yeah. what would you do? And like what that does to a person over time. time. Yeah. Well, right. But like they, and I think one of the things that Verna says is that that I think is hits home for both of them is like, you're never going to get in trouble for anything. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. You can live like, and I think that was why, by the way, we didn't mention how, uh, what's her name's um, Madeline's whole thing was like, she wanted to live forever. Yeah. Like figure out a way to live forever. So she wouldn't have for them to live forever. So it wouldn't. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of thing, but yeah. I think this will be good too. 
I'm not going to rewatch it right away, but I am probably going to rewatch it at some point. And now like knowing what you know, like to see how much, how many clues they really give you early on and like throughout. Yeah. Well, it's like Hill. So with Hill house too, when they're like, the thing came out where Mike Flanagan's like, yeah, there's a ghost in every scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, then you have to watch it again and like see to find. And I think I found all of them, but it was. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, just like the Edgar Allan Poe references are just off the charts. And I'm sure there's like some real deep cuts in there that I had no idea what they were. Like, I'd but... never read Goldbug, but I read like a synopsis of it now. And that's <clears throat> pretty interesting. All right. What's that one? Yeah. So it's basically like this guy's obsessed with gold. Okay. And like, it's, he just like, um, can't get enough of it. And like eats, he can't sleep. And like, also it's, it's kind of like that. Uh, that um, but there was a, uh, Here's a story for you. Yes. So Tamerlane uh, so is based. So the thing when Tamerlane Tammy dies with like the mirrors, that's based on a story called William Wilson, where this guy thinks he sees his double. Mm. Remember the whole thing? Like Verna and her were like, they were like switching places. Yeah, that was so cool. He thinks like he has a double and he winds up like looking in a mirror and like stabbing himself. Interesting. Like, so that's pretty good. Do you know, by the way, Fun fact, you told me, I've told you this story. I don't know if I've told you on the podcast before that I have a double. You have a double? I do. Oh, I know it for a fact. Really? Yes. Can I tell you this story? Sure. So a girl we went to high school with. Okay. Who I was very close with. All right. You go, know the one I'm talking about. Go on. Called me. Remember she did. So this girl we were friends with, she did a year. She did a gap year and she traveled all over the world and everywhere she went, she would work like she worked on like a citrus farm in Greece okay. and she did yep. like all this stuff. So she called me in my dorm room, believe it or not, from Spain one day. And I'm like, oh, here's the call I've been waiting for, Rich. Here's the call I've been waiting for for <laughs> yep. three years. Right. Yep. 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 Wasn't that. No. And she was like, you'll never believe what happened. She's like, I ran up to a person in spain in the airport and hugged this person and was like oh my god like what are you doing here like i thought you were in school like blah 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 this person who i was very close with thought this person was me and it was not and the guy was apparently from like denmark or like the netherlands he's like i don't know who you think i am it's like i'm not him so there's a dutch davy out there there is and like i'm freaked out and i remember saying to her i'm like hey do you know what you just did and she's like what i'm like i'm so glad to hear from you but now this guy knows i exist right and now he has to end you now he's looking for me clearly he is now he's if i've out. read enough comic books to know i either have to team up with this dude or kill him because now he's looking for me probably the latter yeah there can only so, be one yeah, i got it's a like scarlet Highlander. spider out there you, oh my god that's i got a ben riley out there looking for me how do you sleep at night i don't yeah all right stay sharp stay sharp oh <laughs> but go back to that tamerlan book that reminded me of that scene which so when she started to freak out when she was doing the presentation and then all of a sudden she just fucking slams juno <laughs> when juno got absolutely destroyed you're like oh my god that was actually i was actually nervous laughing at like the what the fuck are you doing here i mean and then she tries to save it she's like what are we all doing here <laughs> huh Am I right? Yeah, so no, like she was just like, yeah, like she was like trying to. She, yeah. she, I'm just trying to be supportive, and then she gets just destroyed because they were like, she had the hallucination. She thought they were all watching like the sex tape of her and her husband, but really like the escort and her husband. Like, did she like eat her ass while she reads a book? Yeah, so funny, so funny, so funny. All right, dude. Anything else on Follow the House of Usher? It's really good. Yeah. Please watch it. Let me know what you think. Yeah. I want to know what you all think about it. Agreed. We got some fives and five and a halfs in the chat. So people, I think, yeah. people who did watch it, I think, that for sure liked it. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, right. Kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will receive because I'll right. go quickly. So okay. two things. Two major things that I have to talk about. 
one, my pick of the pod for this week, Shorzy is back okay. for season two on Hulu. If you haven't watched Shorzy yet, um, and you're a fan of hockey and have been around hockey, this show is funny for non-hockey players, but it's like one of those shows that's like the, the more hockey you've played, the funnier it is. All right. And if you've played junior hockey, you know exactly where these jokes are coming from. Gotcha. Secondly, this is the last week of October, Richard, which means you know by the next time you see me, that's right. I will look slightly different. And my dear friends, this is the, believe it or not, the 15th year I've been associated with the good people of Movember. So it is our 15 year. So I've been doing this a long time. I looked, they told me, um, the people of Movember who I'm in touch with told me that we have raised, I say we, not yep. just me, all of us has have raised, if, if we do what we did last year, this year, we will have raised over $30,000 for this charity in over 15 years. So job, something I'm really proud of, something that's very near and dear to my heart. So um, please be on the lookout for those links. We'll send them out. Um, if you want to join a team, you can join my team. Or we can just like, you know, if you want to donate, let me know how you want to do that. Raising awareness for men's health. Let's do it. Love it. Uh, yes, we'll have more on that next week for sure, including the links, like Davey said. Uh, I On Netflix now is the Jennifer Lawrence comedy, No Hard Feelings. I ripped that. Awesome. She's I great. started it. It's funny. Was not into it. Interesting. But does it get better? I liked it. I I watched it on the plane, so I was like locked in and I wasn't going anywhere, but I liked That's it. A I good li play. That's a good plane movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's yeah. running around naked. I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, but no, it was good. Yeah. It was good. All right, next week, Gen V. So I don't know where you're at on Gen V. Boy, I gotta gotta get going. Rip Gen I gotta V. Gotta get going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. Uh, sorry for the short episode. We'll be back to our normal uh, length and girth next week. Um, but that'll do it for us. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Dork Podcast. You can email us your should I have bought this to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And finally, Ryan, promise me a million times over you will never do another rule. Yeah, man, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs>